All right, children, welcome to another episode of The Lemon Squeeze. I was just telling them this is like the early 420 edition, giving y'all a preview because I'm high as hell, honey. <laughs> they then gave me like three, what kind of, it was three different weeds? It was three. Three, my three goodness. Y'all know this is going to be wacky today. But anyway, <laughs> thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to The Lemon Squeeze. And of course, you know I cannot do this without my fantastic drag family slash co-host, Mr. E.O. Mysterio Castellan in the building. And my daughter, Lady Camille Castellan Ninja. Hi. And of course, one of my best friends, Mr. Stone Crazy. Hi. It's <laughs> <laughs> a high. Uh, anyway. What's going on? Oh, it's just I'm stoned. I really am really high. Well, I'm like we, you know, the name is not only for stones like rhinestones, it's but it's for, also for cannabis. It's for cannabis. The other I mean, kind of stone. You know, I'm ready for cannabis kind of to become stone. like 100 percent legal in here because I want to have my own marijuana line eventually. Cassidine cannabis. Yeah. Yeah. Mama Kush, baby. Mama Kush. Been watching. Where the rulemaking surveys are all done. So now it's taking those surveys and making the rules and then getting those rules approved. I hope we don't have whack in place. Minneapolis. <laughs> no, actually, I was on the townhouse, the town hall call, call uh-huh. and it actually, the, the call actually prompted for two more surveys about social equity and social equity and how the licenses were going to be given out. Mm. Oh, that's so cool. it it's they're essentially making it a requirement that Minnesotans need to have at least 51% or more of the company and be a resident for at least 5 years. That's great. Oh, a lot of us will be rich. So <laughs> that means that it, it's it's a lot of <laughs> local people that will be able to get these licenses because in other states corporations used people to get the license and like bought them out essentially. Oh, sickening. Well, y'all stay tuned because the house of Cassidy is definitely going to get in the <laughs> marijuana business. <laughs> you know, I'm not playing, honey. I know it. You I'm are this here. of the marijuana. I and because it. Twin Cities Pride is coming up, they're also going to have a THC section at the park. <gasps> Amazing. So, yeah. I'm kind of hoping license comes in before then so we can actually have. Some real THC products on this. That's going to be great because gummies are already legal here, right? The cannabinoid quality. Cannabinoid. It's the, the, yes, there are gummies available that do contain THCA and other THCs, but the kind that we commonly know as isn't legal to sell yet. Oh, crazy. That's insane. <laughs> so all these dispensaries that are opening up right now are right. like knockoff AliExpress so, dispensaries. So I can get- Tamu version of dispensaries. I yeah. can get any flavor or form I want, but I still can't get no weed is what you're telling me. You can get the Walmart You can get gummies <laughs> and edibles and topicals. There's no flower sales unless you're on the reservation. There's- Oh, they are- Okay. 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 Now you're talking my language. Well, so you might have to meet your native man. Huh? <laughs> I'm definitely not opposed so, to that. Yeah, that sounds so we get weed out of your <laughs> Listen, I'm ready to go on a spiritual journey, baby, okay? You so silly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Charlie, it is time to get into the topics. This one doesn't bring me any pleasure, but I like to talk about her. She was a huge 
huge. I'm telling y'all, I literally probably have watched almost every episode of the Wendy Williams show. And I used to listen to her radio show back in the day. Mm -hmm. Anyway, they just released a TV show on Lifetime, Where Is Wendy? And it is so sad to watch. I personally don't think that I wouldn't want anybody that I love to be on camera like that. Like, what do y'all, did y'all, have y'all watched it yet? I haven't been able to watch like the entire thing. I've definitely watched bits and pieces. Mm -hmm. And I hear what you say. It's like, uh, you know, you don't, how how could you showcase someone you love or someone mm -hmm. like that? At the same time, just going back to what you said when we started, it's like, she's a cultural icon. She is. It'll, it, you know, it, it would, it would be, it would be almost the same as us being like if Beyonce disappeared yeah. for a long time. And, you know, people would be concerned because like, whether you like Wendy Williams or not is out of the question. Mm -hmm. She impacted you to some extent. She raised a generation of individuals. So the genuine, like, I mean, it's titled properly. A lot of people were like, where is Wendy? Even before this documentary came out, there was so much on social media of like, Wendy Williams kind of disappeared. What the fuck happened? Yeah, because she, I know she let, stepped away initially because mm -hmm. she was going through health issues. Then it yeah. came out that she, she came out on her own TV show and said that she suffered from alcohol abuse. But I honestly didn't think we would see like the end of that. Yeah. But unfortunately, this documentary gives us an insight of what was going on while she wasn't in on TV anymore and after Sherry Shepard had taken over. It's kind of sad, y'all. It is. I mean, but all I say is like, it's not necessarily like the greatest thing, but being such a cultural icon, I understand why mm. this was made and why it was presented public. And also for those who don't like her, I think it humanizes her a little bit. Yeah, too. yeah, I get it because she's, she's pretty tough. She's dealt with everything that she's had to mm -hmm. deal with in the public eye. Right. Because being someone who is always in somebody's business, they're going to be in your like, let me nip this in the bud. She's always been honest about her life. But I don't think we've ever seen it affect her in the way that this documentary yeah. showcases it. it. It's pretty it's pretty hard to watch for me. Mm -hmm. it, it is very hard to watch. As someone who kind of went into it, like, you know, I don't ever want to say I don't like Wendy because, I mean, who doesn't yeah. like Wendy? But I didn't like Wendy. I always felt like she was mean to people and all that other good stuff. So watching this, for me, was really hard to see because, for me, she was always, no matter what, Wendy did not care. She didn't care about you. She didn't care what you thought about what she had to say. She was going to continue to do it. Like, one of the strongest people you will ever meet in your entire life. So seeing her now with all of this going on and that's really what happened and this is where Wendy is right now it's really tough to look at mm -hmm. you know it's it's tough because it's like man it was just a few years ago you were like the HBIC and right. that's all it was yeah and you know but I think I, 13 years I think she's been man yeah. Wendy yeah Wendy did a lot Wendy did a lot of stuff that they said a black woman couldn't do so mm -hmm. but for her to have fallen into this physical state and yeah. it's no you know, you can't say that it was it's her fault or anything like that. Like, it happens. It's a wake-up call to the fact that sometimes your body is going to fail you. Yeah. And you need to, you know, mm -hmm. she also take care of yourself. from, like, Graves' disease. And then I think she has some form of a, I think it's a, I don't know the, ac the actual term for, but she has, like, a growth in her feet. It looked like like a lymphedema or something, but mm -hmm. she showed her feet on the show, and they were like gray, and they're really big. Oh no! He can only wear like certain size shoes. Oh yeah, I certain seen, style of shoes. Did you see? I seen the like they were like rashes or like and they're dry gray. Skin. Yeah, yeah, and incurable from what what 
what she said. That's all yeah. she can actually ever do is manage it. I haven't mm-hmm. seen the documentary, but I've seen some of the reels and TikTok yeah. and like some of the things that are floating around on the socials. But it's sad to see her like that. Yeah. And, and on it's top also of good that, to see her. Yeah, it is good to see her. Because she did disappear. And honestly, I thought she had passed. She yeah, had some like legendary. But have you, have you heard see that she's still kicking and that she's still got some sort of sass to her that pops out every once in a while in the reels that I see? It's kind of cool. Have you heard a radio show before? <laughs> I didn't know she did radio. Wow. Yeah, that's what she said. Let me tell you something. I knew the show. The, so the best show. I didn't do, for me, in celebrities, movies, television shows, I don't ever go back and find out who these people are. Mm-hmm. I kind of watch, well, the, watch the movie as it is. And then at one point, then I'm like, okay, what did they all do? I'll that's tell you this. I go back and look. You and Jasmine should sit up and roll some <laughs> joints and listen and watch to some of those because they're on YouTube. And she's been uh, her and Judge Mathis got into it. All, oh, you know? okay. He like he like read her down on the radio show. Whitney, Whitney Houston, Mariah oh, Carey, Destiny's Child. on the radio. Yeah, she's had them okay. all on the radio. Show. They're all there. You can take it. I knew she had like, the show. I, I know the show was on in my house every once in a while. <laughs> she her TV show did well, but her radio show to me like. Her radio Stop. show, that's it was started. That's yeah, because yeah. mm-hmm. she was messy. She was messy, and she yeah, did not care messy. at all. But <laughs> I, I always loved her message. I'm gonna make stuff up about you, so you have no choice but to come and sit down and talk to me and uh, clear all that up. Well, that, that was that, like her whole thing. She got people in the show. She yeah. had very she got people on the show. show. Oh yeah, and, and, you know, and the way she was on radio, her the early 2000s, perfect. Time. It was the perfect time. We had yeah. Jerry Springer. Mm-hmm. We had Dr. Phil. We had mm-hmm. all these shows where we were moving into the reality realm that the we're in today. Age of it, yeah. And that was the golden age of live studio audiences. Mm-hmm. That and like and the sitcoms. Yeah. You know, she was she had the perfect personality for that. Like a lot of people say, you know, you have a good face for radio. You know how they say that? Graduated. <laughs> Whitney, uh, Whitney, uh, not Whitney. Wendy whole ass did a good radio show and a great television. She was show. born for that. Like, yeah. Obviously, an exception to the rule. See, now this is where I'm going back I, and looking. So I said Whitney, after and I meant Wendy. <laughs> she started her career as a disc jockey. Yeah, like, yeah. She's been the records. See, she has a full body career. Mm-hmm. Like Whitney Weeks has done a lot of things. If you don't know, people should look her definitely look her up because she's done a lot of great things for herself. I think to me also what the saddest thing is is her finances are under a conservatorship right now. Yep. Because somebody did something nefarious in one of her accounts. The bank was like, hold up, wait a minute, let me take a look at this. And they found that like a lot of money came out at one time and they now have locked her out of her own account. The same way Britney Spears was in her own with her own money. Oh, we gotta talk about conservatorship. Yeah. Because to me, I'll say this. I personally don't, I would not appreciate somebody telling me that I can't spend the money that I work for. Well, I also saw they had, her son originally had power of attorney. Yeah. The conservatorship is what removed that power of attorney from her from her yeah. son. That's exactly what happened. Oh, That's well, Fargo wrote her accounts in January of 22. Yeah. And requested the New York Supreme Court hearing to determine whether she was in need of a guardianship due to her health conditions. Can you imagine somebody telling you how to spend your money? I don't give a damn if I'm sick or not. Third party telling you how to spend your money. <laughs> say, a, I don't a even bank, know. A like, goddamn bank. For your oh employer, like, God. Aaron, hey, 
you've been spending 80% of your paycheck recently. I think we're just going to hold another 50%. And we'll let you know when we'll give it to you. The hell? When we decide that yeah. you're okay. Yeah. We have to go to court first. And, and, and My thing uh, is, if, if people want to spend their money on stupid shit, throw it out the window. Let them do it. At least it's, it's my money. They need it now. It's theirs. Because <laughs> I think this is a little, to me, overstepping. And she probably got a lot of money that she want to spend before millions of dollars. She's right. She probably got from what I. I'm sorry. From what I saw though on the show, it did seem like the bank was doing it out of genuine, you know, concern. Yes, they probably seen it before from rich older people who are being taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. True, and that's exactly where it comes from. Kind of, but should the bank have the ability to do it without a judge saying no? Absolutely not. And it should be a family member involved, some somebody you're close to. If anything, it should have been referred to the state before they actually, you know, completely like cut you off or you know make you have to verify. Now that's what I was saying. If they cut you off. Because you spent, you know, more than usual, it should have all it should have took is for her to go and do the verify, log me back in, or go down to yeah. the bank. Yeah, be like here's my ID. That's not a bad unlock idea. my yeah. Thing. I'm mentally sound. Give me my shit. So <laughs> twenty million dollars and to be locked away from that, it's a it's a lot of money. But yeah. it's yeah. like for you to yeah, just completely lock me away from it and. Now you're saying I have to see a doctor. Yeah, she says it on the documentary. She's like, I have no money. Well, at least I, she's like, I have money. I just can't get to it. Yeah. Then they give her like an amount that she can get like monthly. See, baby, every day. That's crazy. crazy. I'm more and more convinced. I just pull all my money out of the bank. (laughs) That's crazy. And, you know, have a little treasure chest somewhere. That's that's part of the reason why. Not specifically you taking money out of the bank, but mm-hmm. if there isn't money in the bank, that's why inflation goes up. No, yeah, that's real. I need a loan. So I have to charge people more so I can loan more. That's insane, though. I think it's... it's <laughs> that's wild. That's a whole nother conversation we need to For have a about, day. <laughs> about the system and, and how it's hoodwinked us so long to think this is the way things need to be done mm-hmm. for us to be successful, and it is not. But, you know, Wendy... I send you my love and my po- and oh, all of kinds course. of positive energy. I hope everything goes well. Her kids, mm-hmm. her family. Like Wendy lost her mom. Went to LA, so it was a lot. She went through a lot. Her reels. And she where yet, she at, was so. she well allegedly <laughs> she might have a podcast or an at or an at home podcast live podcast show going on. Like she right, may Wendy, we make her too. pop up. She needs to pop up because I love getting my gossip from her. That would be sickening for her now if she popped up and started to do a radio show. She would be successful. Yeah, I'm doing it. I'm not ready to start drama with Wendy yet. (laughs) That will make her want to come sit on your show? Uh, Steve, she probably That's how she doing. That's how she coming Wendy Williams on the Lemon Squeeze? I would love love to be with Lemon. I would love it because I learned a lot of things from her. Like When I thought about doing a podcast, she's like one of my inspirations Mm -hmm. because I enjoyed it. I just knew that I didn't want to be as messy as her, but I knew that I would have to give it a little juice every now and then, mm. or to just be boring. I yeah. No, yeah. I mean like yeah, you gotta you give, to. you gotta give that. I mean, all of the TV shows we watch, there's juice. There's you have to give a little. Yeah, there's there's drama because that's what we crave. Yeah, people like they like juicy things. I'll say it's the lemon squeeze. <laughs> uh, Lemons are uh, juicy. <laughs> well, yeah. Anyway, Wendy, good luck. We love you. Yes. Next subject. This ain't Texas. 
Oh, oh yeah, God. okay. Beyonce, I'm sure everybody already know. Can I? He went country, but not only did she go country, Miss Thing is what, number one? She number one. Pairing it up. Oh, Can I, I can't say how much I love Beyonce. Can I just start by saying last week, I was the first one saying that I was not excited to hear country music because I'm not a country music fan and everything. Let me tell you, I heard the lady song oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it has definitely been on repeat in my playlist have you been in the bathroom trying to come up with you like a country dance hey, listen <laughs> listen first of all i need to i need to put the fit i have all this cow print in my closet i'm just trying to figure out what i'm gonna do with it first okay baby it's 16 carriages too i yeah. love that since she released the song she also brought attention to undercredited Yes, black country music. Oh yeah, yeah. And I am really surprised to have to sit here today and tell you that I think that I am now a country music fan, baby. Because I've heard some good stuff. I've always been a country music fan, but I like I don't listen to, like I wouldn't go out to a country concert necessarily. If one was happening, I'd probably know some of the songs that were being sung, but like. I listen to it. I can tolerate it. What I can't tolerate is like screamo, heavy rock metal band. Oh yeah, no. Like okay, that I can't. Like I can't get into it. Part three, it's coming. Mm. <laughs> no game. Okay, but, uh, <laughs> might be the one to listen. Like all gonna, convince I'm a, you. Well, listen, so far, next she, week you're gonna be sitting right here. Like yeah, I heard the Beyonce screamo album, and so far she's back for two. Now emo, I'm painting my eyes. Because the rumor was Act 1 was supposed to be house music, Act 2 was supposed to be country, and Act 3 was supposed to be rock and roll. I, mean, I am ready now. I, I will never So far, it's two for two. So. I think Beyonce is going to just, to me, rock, she will revive it. Oh, Especially yes. like the 80s hair band style. Oh, I love, yeah. love. So much fire. So she was born in the 80s, so you, she's going to. I can't gonna, wait for that. I can't wait Oh, that. that's going to be, oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And then like act two, can you imagine like her concert for that? I swear, Whatever if she has a square the, dancing portion in the middle of the stadium, I will lose my shit. You shows. know she will. It's Whatever be, that is going to okay. be, we're going to be live dancing. There's going to be a riding pool I thought about it. Oh, listen, but no, listen. Yeah. We can't call it, we can't call it club renaissance anymore. What will it be like club no, it'd be like the hoedown or it'd some, be some the barn line dance. Here. <laughs> <laughs> the barn. Track, I don't the rodeo round or but, something. Okay, no, oh, listen. I've already thought about it. The next tour is going to be an actual rodeo show with yeah. and she's gonna have guest country performers and they're gonna come out on their different horses and riding bulls. And you better stuff. get the fuck out. You have to thought this all the way out. <laughs> <laughs> and then there she's gonna have some rodeo clowns and it's gonna also be celebrities like in full rodeo clown makeup like i'm already going to three of the concerts yeah same <laughs> yeah like, she, didn't even, she hasn't even announced it yet i'm already it. signing I'm, up i went yeah. to two for renaissance yeah. i'm going up that for this next one baby trust me if i could swipe the card today i would mm-hmm. i think i will go see it. her it in would. la again because la was a, it was it was so that's great. what that i, I want to find the big outdoor stadiums that's where i want to to go see her yeah yeah I know, I know Vegas. I, I already know if she does Vegas. She's doing the Sphere. They, can you imagine? So I heard she's actually going to be doing the Sphere sooner than they wanted to do a residency. I think she's going to do a residency there. Yeah, like uh, yeah, sure. May, June, July. Yeah. Also, she's going to have a short residency there. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's the Sphere. 
Like year two is every weekend for three. So you'll probably get like a year, maybe. That's what about the three years for. Yeah, like that's what they built it for. But they made it because they know Beyonce is going to show out. Uh, that's green in there. Yes, I will be. Can you imagine those Renaissance visuals? Yeah, in the sphere. Yeah, people would be getting yeah thick. I yeah, have, people because they're like all everywhere. I have a question. Can we advertise in the sphere? Advertise what? The lemon squeeze, of course. Oh, I, the I, lemon I, squeeze. Day. Eh? One day, darling. <laughs> right before, right before one day. Start oh, the concert. The very last scene before Beyonce squeeze, comes on, it'll be lemon squeeze commercial. But like, what like can you just flash this graphic for thirty seconds? How long? You know what? Beyonce is a pretty generous lady. She probably would like do something like that if she actually heard. Beyonce, I'm like a Beyonce stan, darling. If you hear this podcast, everyone that you hear right now adores you. We do. And if you, if I mean, you could just wear a little patch on one of your outfits. I would. <laughs> you know what, girl? If we're going to go to three concerts, the first one, we got to go with merch. We got to go yeah. with signs. We got to go with things where we can be noticed. Yeah. Baby, I'll show up oh, as a we lemon. are going to be noticed at all three of them. We're going to make sure I mean, this was... gets on the, on the video, too. We want to see this in the screens. <laughs> <laughs> you record it. Make sure you get all three. Uh-huh. I'm just excited to see, like, because Renaissance, we know we got some of the new songs. We yeah. know, like, she remixed some of the old songs. We know that Beyonce is going to remix some of her songs into a country spin. I cannot yes. wait to hear some, which one she some of them. Covers of country. I wonder if she's gonna yeah. Try to I'm sure. Like, can you hear "Crazy in Love" country, or if she's gonna like? Oh my gosh, single ladies country. Like, <laughs> oh, this, well, I just this is gonna be you wild. Can imagine it. You know, she's gonna look stunning. I, I love banjo. Hey, there were so many times during that concert where my jaw was on the aqua was there when my jaw was on the floor. Alien superstar into sweet dreams. Fuck, oh, uh, 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 what was what was the one that they sampled the Jackson Five uh, um, during "Break My Soul"? Yeah, when in the concert. Oh, oh yeah, like, yeah. The yeah. way that she seamlessly yeah. took all these like well-known songs and like twisted them to the point where we were like, "Wait, is this a new? This is crazy a lot." What? Yeah, she's Baby. a genius. She's a musical genius. <laughs> Cut to her being like blue. You can't cut people off going into doing diva. Mm. That shit was wild. I just love Beyonce. I love everything she stands for as far as like musically. I know a lot of people give her flack, especially some people of color, Mm -hmm. because they feel like she's not as vocal about issues. But I'm like, boo, why does she have to be vocal with her issues? She's done a great job to me expressing herself through her music. Here's a great example. Prince Holas did philanthropy and no one knew until he died. Yeah. Yeah. Why does she have to publicize that she's doing philanthropy for her to do philanthropy? Yeah. Well, or community yeah, work. She doesn't have. I I wouldn't say that she should promote that she's doing philanthropy. I think that should just be done. And if you get noticed for it, great. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, when the public all said that, I was just like, well, you know, she's done stuff in the public, but we don't know what she does behind the scenes. Yeah. Just sponsored a goddamn housing project down in Houston. Yeah. They do a lot for their community. Like, Houston, by the way, and yeah. they give back to their community. Yeah. So maybe it's the people outside of that community that don't understand it, but that's not my fault. I'm still going to see her at of course. concert. I didn't oh, have of course. I have a lot of what. Full what ride if, tickets, everything. What if Beyonce <laughs> submitted herself for the presidency? Oh, would you I literally thought about that? Or, oh, would Beyonce that she would win. President. She would win. The way that I actually have thought about that in the last <laughs> week, I'm not lying. <laughs> she would win. Because we know Taylor Swift going to ride for her. So there we go. We oh, got my all goodness. We're going to fall. Taylor Swift. 
Uh, like, like Beyonce is just it's Beyonce. Rihanna loves Beyonce, so there we got all the Rihanna. I'm a anyone oh my under goodness. fifty. Please. All the Nikki's, all the Megans. Okay, Welcome so to the who? United States. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> the United States of America. You're gonna refresh the national who, anthem. Will be who's her running mate? Who is the vice president to Beyonce? To, the vice president will for sure be Kelly Rowland. <laughs> oh, sure. baby, that's our best friend. Can you imagine that season of scandal? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'll definitely be Kelly Rowland. I can't see anybody else. Oh, uh, no, either Kelly Rowland or I'm going to be quite honest, her fucking publicist, Yvette Nosure, is a fucking okay. genius. He will definitely be. Yvette in. is a genius. Yeah. She'll probably be secretary. secretary. Yeah. <laughs> she would be. Okay. Yeah, yeah would for be. sure. Beyonce would have like a really legit good team. What would be uh, the transportation secretary? Transportation. Whoever ran the Renaissance tour. <laughs> <laughs> Logistics. <laughs> Her whole Renaissance team it would be in the White House. Let's just be real. For sure. Oh my we, god. Boo, I'm telling you, it would just be, yeah. It I don't understand great. why it takes 30 days to get from China. <laughs> Logistics. Fix it. <laughs> fix it. Build me a rocket. Right. That's yeah. what Elon Musk is working on. Y'all sleep. Well, yeah. He's trying to figure it Elon out. Elon Musk, he's trying to also get people to stick chips in their brain, honey. No, ma'am. No. Let me go ahead and be that guy. I'm, I'm that yes, guy, please. too, if he offers enough. Listen, I'm trying to be patient zero. If you telling me I can control shit with my mind, let sign me up. Put it inside <laughs> of my brain. Maybe you're going to look like Ryan Reynolds. You can. And you that stuff with That's your fine. eyes on the Apple Vision Pro. Yeah, you sure can. Oh. But they're what, like three thousand dollars for that? Oh, see, no. probably. But see, here's the thing: first generation anything sucks. Yeah, always. Yeah. So but I wait till generation three or four, because that's when whatever we're trying to do now will be perfected and more. Isn't it crazy? We even talking about doing stuff and like, because I'm a, I'm a, I'm the eldest person on this podcast right now. Like literally watching some of the, like seriously watching a f a phone like this on an eighties TV. Show. I never would have thought it. And it was like they were typing on in the screen popping up, <laughs> and you're like, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> and now, flash to the twenty twenty four, and I got a cell phone that I can touch and uh, your own and miniature cars, screen, right? And cars somebody, can drive themselves. Somebody from the seventies would be shitting themselves. Can you so imagine like your iPhone? Dude, my grandma, I'm telling y'all, my great grandma was Christian. My grandma is a she would phone. be like straight up, we're we're in witchcraft hell time. Yeah. Y'all got cars that drive themselves. <laughs> It'll be over, honey. My grandma, she has a cell phone. She's got a flip phone. But the thing with her is she'll turn it off and she forgets she turns it off. All the way up. All the way up. Wow. Like it'll be off dead in her purse. It'd be like <laughs> well, I've been charging for weeks. Like she still uses her house phone in Orlando. Yeah, I mean she doesn't go anywhere, so everybody knows how to get a hold yeah. of her, and she knows how to get a hold of people. My grandma has a she's very screen. old. School. She sends like all of her texts in like big, oh big cap, like letters. yelling cap letters. <laughs> I'm trying to. When she her. does that to me on yeah. Facebook too. Like she'll message me, and it'll be all caps, and I'm like, "Why are you yelling at me? <laughs> <laughs> what did I do?" Are you coming over this weekend? Have you ever tried to explain it to her and, and tell her, oh, it's yelling and that it does, my grandma does. I haven't tried to explain it to her, but I think she does it just because the words are bigger or she hits the button and doesn't. I can, <laughs> I can see that. My auntie said my grandma's flat. She's so funny. It does flat twist. She's like, yeah. at home, like, I know this is going to piss him off. <laughs> what what the thing is, is <laughs> yeah, my auntie said my grandma's like keyboard takes up like the whole screen. No, like, I'm not. Like, 
Oh. You want to see what you type it? Little do they know <laughs> once on my phone that you can increase the font on your phone mm-hmm. without mm-hmm. having to type mm-hmm. all caps. I remember my grandmother used to always send like the wrong emoji, and she would say, "She would say I love you," and then it'd be like you know the frowny face. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> you said, "Oh, sad." <laughs> why are you like? Why are you frowning at me? What did I do? <laughs> what did I do this time? Bless our old people, y'all. I'm 43, so I'm like getting there. But at least in my time, I will know touch screen devices and be able to talk to shit because my house is like Alexa. Out, I love it. Fucking with me, my brain's gonna be Alexa. I'm switching over to Siri because Alexa, she be setting random reminders and telling Girl, me mine's too, honey. You were here at 6.15 every day, she tells me. Mine's time. What did we do to make it happen? Because like, mine's up there. I have no <laughs> idea. Because she asked you a question and you said yes. That's why. Probably while I was playing video games. <laughs> and you didn't hear what the question was. You just said yes. Because <laughs> we do it all the time. As she just so continuously keeps giving us new updates. I'm right. like, great. <laughs> It's 30 degrees out. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, back to Beyonce. Beyonce, good job. First, yes. first black woman to make top U.S. Hot 100s with a conscious song. Mm-hmm. Yes, Beyonce. Yeah. I'm looking forward we to this album. Again. That album comes out the 29th. The 29th. I'm so excited. I love you, Queen B. Smooches. I love Beyonce. Mm. Anything you do, I will always be a part of it, my dear. I love you. Unless you All right. Next subject is, oh my goodness, have y'all seen The Last Airbender on Netflix? Yeah. I have not had the opportunity to watch it, it yet. I so hear good. great things. It's so good. I was worried about it, like, not looking good with the airbending. That was, like, mm-hmm. all I wanted to see. Because I know the story. The casting was the pretty casting good. The casting is amazing. I think the casting is my favorite part. That yeah. actually sets the time Aang to is find really people good. to play these characters. Not only find people, kids. Yeah. yeah. Preteens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Preteens. Because Jackson Rathbone, when he played Sokka, that motherfucker was like 28, 30. Okay. He was not so, a kid. I don't oh, on a burst. It's the same. It's the same uh, Jasper from Twilight. Serious. Yes, he played the original Sokka in the, the M. Night Shyamalan. Now, sucked, oh, it did. It was yeah. awful. I heard it sucked. <laughs> no. Sokka and because Katara, uh, Kyo, Kyo Winto, mm-hmm. Yeah. she's a teenager. Yeah. Obviously, what's his name? Gordon... The Kamer. yeah, that plays Ang. He's a child. Yeah, and honestly, I have to say, as far as child acting goes, he is amazing. He's slaying it. He's yeah, slaying. You no, know, he reminds me of uh, what's the kid that was on uh, Six Senses? Oh, he gives me that oh. that mature oh. like. It starts with a T. His name starts with a T. We used to say, "I'm shocked you don't know the kid that played on Six Senses." I don't Mysterio think I. Was, like a movie. I don't think I watched Six Senses though. Oh, it's That's, a pretty good. Movie. That was I'm surprised. It was. That was the I movie about the people name. that were one per. I don't remember. But like, anyway, yeah, he has that that maturity. Like this, yeah. Ang, the, the, he plays Ang. So what was his name? Gordon. Gordon. Cornier. Camille, I was saying a lot of them actually are over twenty one already. Like they're all in their twenties, early twenties, late twenties. The Netflix actors. Right? The actors, yeah. On. On Avatar, they're not teenagers. Yeah, but they weren't. They're not like adult. They're closer to teens than they exactly. are. Exactly. Again, because we're old. No, but but I'm talking we're... about when the first, the first one, Avatar came out, the yeah. Shyamalan version. Okay, those motherfuckers 
were nowhere near their teenage years. And okay, it's I, dope. I do. I it's yeah, dope. I can. Yeah. I can say that it's show because I get where you're coming from. Just the way they read their lines, mm. and you know, mm-hmm. being a teen, these actors are doing a great job of. Yeah, playing. I love soccer. He's like a really good choice. He's in some steep water though right now. Really? Yes, yeah, because the uh, allegedly he lied about being indigenous. So one of the one of the goals, from what I understand, with redoing this as a series, was also making sure that the act were of Which that indigenous and or ethnic background. Yeah. And right now, I don't know what the results were of it, but he said that he was of one of the three recognized Cherokee tribes. Folks reach out to these Cherokee tribes and they say they have no record of him. Ooh. So he could be Cherokee. He's just not a part of the recognized the tribe. tribe right. Recognized tribes in the US. Right. Um, and how would they necessarily well I guess if you're a part of an actual tribe, you would they well, would keep up with because you the reservations are, they have to keep born into it. it or you're accepted into it. it. And they have their own like form of government. So I'm sure they have like like a sense yeah, I mean, of like a, okay. like a tribal ID card that they oh, get okay. it's just yeah. like a driver's license. Okay, but but apparently he's not so he could be native he's just American. And he, he didn't not grow recognized. up on a reservation and wasn't recognized. But he's definitely native. Like he gives me native vibes. When I yeah, but that, that's I the thing that's going around right now. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, okay. I would love to see all of the characters played by people of their nations. But yeah. when it comes down to crunch time, I still think that it was great casting. I think this oh, was the best casting absolutely. I've seen in yeah. a TV show adaptation yeah. of something and like in a long did i appreciated that they actually went out and got ethnic actors according to their origins to their origins i and appreciated that yeah, one thought it was like the rock benders were middle eastern yeah correct uh, uh uh southeast asian southeast mm-hmm. a- i love that like right away i could pick up on that and it was great to watch and it makes me want to watch more i cannot wait for the next season of i'm Christmas. sorry i'm just watching to watch daniel day home oh, <laughs> daniel day kim Oh I want to see me some Fire Lord Ozai. Mm-hmm. Okay, Fire Lord Ozai. But no, uh, yeah, this casting is r- really great. The show itself is actually really good. I feel like it's not forced. A bit rushed. I feel like they did leave out a lot of stuff that we but wanted to see. Same not, uh, to me, I don't, and see, I knew you would say that because, yeah, when it came to like Yo-Yo Hawker show, when we watched that, that was rushed in a bad way. I, but I think Last Airbender rushed it in a way, good way and still didn't leave out the meat of the story that makes you yeah, connected. They in. did a good job yeah. of keeping you with the story. It yeah. makes sense. Yes, I understand it. Where who you you Hawker show did not. You was like, wait, first he's watched. not strong and then he is strong or anyway. But yeah, I personally, as a fan, just feel like a lot of the stuff that was left out was actually core to the story. Mm. Now, maybe that's just me being a nerd and I'm like, it's a core memory for me, but it's not for other people. It really didn't. That's one of the limitations with doing live actions, though, is that like animation is so cheap that you can have those like filler episodes. You can have, you know, you know, these uh, storylines that tie in somewhere in the background, whereas like live actions, especially now, they're only doing like eight episode series. Mm -hmm. You know, they're not Mm -hmm. doing these long seasons anymore. So that's uh, that's one of the unfortunate parts of live action is that you lose a lot of why you fell in love with it to begin with, because we grew up on Avatar. So we saw all of these. We we saw all all of, you know, we know right. the lore, we know the details and whatnot. Whereas the live action, we have to suspend some of that because they it's gonna cost them shit tons of money to maintain this cast and have what 20, 30 episodes in a series. I'm sure most of the people who actually really 
dove deep into this are already fans of it. Mm -hmm. We just wanted to see what it looked like in real life. Done well in real life. (laughs) It was already one that sucked. (laughs) Yeah. No shade, but it sucked, y'all. It it was not good, honey. But anyway, I love this. If you have not seen it, check it out. Also, Harry Potter is coming out. I saw. I'm so excited because they said they're going to cover the books. They're going to kind of give it that Game of Thrones kind of where we got so much of the story through Game of Thrones. I'm looking forward to is it. Is this the one that they were that was rumored about the Marauders? Or is this Cursed Child? This is Harry Potter. This is from book one. Oh, they're going to do a series? Yes, huh? Oh, wow. I'm excited about that. Oh, okay. Man. You didn't hear about it either because I didn't no, hear about it. I, I, only like, heard about, I only heard about the rumored Marauders, which would be James... Lupin and all of them while they were in school mm-hmm. and how they became Animagi. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the one I heard about. And then they were talking about Cursed Child being broken up, the stage play that they did that follows and them. they're making a movie. Host. I think they're making a two-part movie. I'm, okay? I'm because interested. Because the, play, yeah, the, the play's in two parts as well. I know that Daniel Radcliffe will have something to do with And they're all old movie. enough. They're all yeah, old enough. To be parents. Yeah, because that's yeah. EGI at the last of the last one was... <laughs> yeah. Beard that they painted on All him. eight movies so just like, to end on that. No. This one? Harry Potter TV yeah. series? Yeah. Yep. A couple of years out. Okay. Yeah. That's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. So are they doing this outside outside of J.K. Rowling, or is she included on it? I, I don't think... I think regardless, she's going to be included in a, in a way, but not like... Major. Where she was in the movies. Okay. Still, yeah, her books will still get credit. Does she still yeah, I mean, have the rights? Because she might not own the right. If she sold the rights... owns the rights to... Then it don't matter what yeah. she thinks about any of it. I think she got to help. Unless her. there's a clause in... Which is what I would do. Yeah, there's I don't a think... clause in the contract that says if I sell it to you, that means you can't change any of the core characters or change any of the original Well, I wouldn't want them to change any of the characters or the story. It's just more so her being the trash bag that she is. (laughs) I just, you know, I just want to make sure that I'm not supporting her. Yeah, we support the actors and not the idiots. (laughs) Yeah. She needs to do some research. But anyway. This is still, this is exciting though. I'm, I'm excited. I will be definitely watching. Check it out when it comes out and make sure you check out the last airbender it is definitely worth the watch now we move on to netflix's version of the sag award <laughs> what? that budget was what not right like... it looked like they was recording that thing with an iphone <laughs> wait netflix produced this <laughs> they did it was kind of it was definitely oh, very now oh my goodness it, oh it, i it, thought it was, was idris alba drunk oh my goodness <laughs> i kind of thought that was supposed to be part of the shit they, what's his name? Pedro Pascal came and got well, his award. Okay, so he was drunk as hell. Like it was craziness. It was. Crazy. I know you said was it through an iPhone, but I would say it was it through an Android because Apple does all of their commercials with an iPhone, and they shot the. So you think this was Android with an iPhone? So that turned out good. <laughs> this would have been a, like an Android. This was poorly. Galaxy. It was poorly. I'm sorry. Best part, the best part was the opening when I didn't uh, even watch it. Mysterio, you watched it, right? I I didn't watch the whole thing. I I couldn't watch the whole thing, but I I did see most of the beginning. But yeah, it just Elba's intro. <laughs> Dude was drunk. I thought I thought Coleman Domingo was gonna host it. I was excited. I was like, oh what? <laughs> <laughs> No shade to Idris Elba. I love me some Idris, but... Mm-mm. He was drunk, honey. He <laughs> But no, the best part, this is what I'm trying to say, the best part was all of the attendees, all the celebrities and just everybody 
who you knew were supposed to be a part of it, but also weren't really a part of what was going on. And the looks on oh. their faces when the camera went by. Like, or oh, what about the celebrities when they call them out to win awards? They look so uninterested. <laughs> some of them. They was like, you're saying no damn Oscar. <laughs> mm. It was funny as hell. Dang. You definitely have to watch it if you haven't seen it. Netflix, y'all got the money to do better, honey. Next year, please do not treat the SAG Awards like this. But the importance of them, I think, about the let's get to the yeah. other stuff, is to uh, finally give credit to everyone that is a part mm-hmm. of the producing of these yeah, movies and TV shows, correct? Yeah. They have some good winners, though. I, I don't think... I watched a little bit of Bear, the Bears or Bears. It's the Bear. Hulu. The Bear. Bear. I watched it. It's dark humor. It wasn't that bad. I mean, okay. Jeremy Allen's the, if you've ever watched Shameless, mm-hmm. he's lit. I love, yeah. Yes, I love he Shameless. was so good yeah, in that. I definitely know who that is. Shameless is one of my favorite Some of these TV shows, shows okay. Yeah, I like this uh, Elizabeth. Yeah, this was good. Elizabeth was the great. Crown, the Crown, yeah. Outstanding oh, performance great. by a female yes. actor. Yeah, The Crown was theory. great. It was yeah. a good oh. series. Some of these award shows have very long titles for these awards. <laughs> they do. Outstanding female performance by a drama. female actress in blonde hair with blue eyes in okay, drama stop. series <laughs> on a streaming network produced Princess by Diana. and syndicated to 27 different countries. <laughs> <laughs> like, the crown was good. What the hell did I win? It was good. I think, uh, well, speaking of Pedro, he won for Last of Us. Last of Us. Yeah. I did not know he was gay. Pedro Pascal. Oh, my goodness. They said he was gay, huh? Yes, indeed. Baby. Pedro Pascal. Daddy. No, I'm Dad like, yeah, out of here. Because yes. I think he plays and in like Narcos and a few other things. Oh, my goodness. It's, if if I'm remembering correctly, Pedro Pascal is also the, the actor that has always, not always, but a lot of times brought his trans sister with him to the award shows. Who knows to you, boo? Come on. I don't know if he's gay or not. This is a so, I don't know. So not only is he gay, allegedly. He has been queer for a long time. So <laughs> he's lived he's, a part of the queer community. He's, yeah, he's, I believe. He's, let, he's, let me, love let me fact check that. Yeah, we got a fact check. So everything is allegedly. Yeah. But right now, somebody said he was gay. And I, I'm not going to lie. I can uh, smell the sugar coming through the TV. When well, they baby, said do you, do you I, speak I, up? I yeah, that, he, gives me, he gives me, how you doing? Yeah. He definitely gives me those vibes. Yes. How you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Bringing it back, baby. Yes, Wendy. We love you. But yeah, it was check out the SAG Awards. The budget was not that great, but it is always good to celebrate people who do all the work. I'm happy about it. Yes. And some good people won with some promising careers. Now we're going to go straight to our commercial yeah. break, and then we're going to come back with some local gossip. Mm. Hey, fabulous folks, get ready to sparkle and shine, because we got something special for you at Stone Crazy, where rhinestones meet a whole new level of fabulousness. Picture this. Dazzling rhinestones, high-quality glass, and resin that'll make your creations pop like never before. We're not just talking jewelry. We've got rhinestone ropes and mesh to take your bling game to to the next level. And here's the twist. Listeners can use Squeeze for 15% off their first order at Stone Crazy MN, where stone means rhinestone and not just the herbal kind. So whether you're a DIY diva, a fashion fanatic, or just someone who loves a good shine, Stone Crazy MN is your go-to for all things fabulous and bedazzled. Embrace the sparkle, darling. Hashtag shine with stone crazy. 
Are you interested in achieving new fitness goals in a fun, inclusive, and queer-owned space? Well, come visit North Strong Gym on Central Avenue in Northeast Minneapolis. This community-focused fitness space provides the most approachable and inclusive CrossFit, lifting, and mobility classes in the Twin Cities. CrossFit may seem scary or unapproachable, but North Strong has scaled workouts for truly every level of athlete. Whether you're looking to get swole or just need to stay active enough to lift your grandkids without getting hurt, diversity and inclusivity is a key pillar of the North Strong business model. And for us, that means anyone. No matter who you are, what your fitness experience or goals are, there's a place for you here. Owned by local drag queen Dakri Defile, find North Strong on Instagram at NorthStrongMPLS or their website, CrossFitNordEast.com. Check it out now and get 20% off the first month or ramp training sessions for listeners of the Lemon Squeeze podcast. All right. Welcome back to the Lemon Squeeze again. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe to the Lemon Squeeze and leave comments and tell us what you think. Right, Mr. E.O.? Right. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just messing with him, y'all. So let me give you some behind the scenes tea. He was trying to eat potato chips, and I was like, you cannot eat potato chips on the mic. People will hear you. He said, I will suck on these chips. <laughs> it was funny, though. Camille's dying for Because it was funny. It was. Can you not do that while I'm high, Blizzo? Like, for real. No chip-sucking jokes while I'm high, okay? I what is the next category you, you talking about? I understand you got the matches. I want to talk about these chips. I, I'm, just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Normally, we have snacks. For people who don't know, we normally have Usually snacks. Usually, we've slowly stopped having snacks all the time. We don't have chartreuse. I just wanted my scoop I have to today. Leave the budget for charcuterie because my daughter always usually makes these yes. for charcuterie board. By her designs, have you had by her charcuterie? Right. <laughs> we have candy and like fabulous bowls, fabulous. decorated nice. <laughs> oh, it's always nice. Yeah. Toasty. Today up. is the box and the ashtray and weed <laughs> and Diet Coke. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we have Girl Scout cookies. Oh, you do? Pass, oh, honey. Pass, they stopped. Oh, I thought, I thought Scout of Girl Scout. Where is the girl? I definitely said I'm going to be with <laughs> You said cookies. I'm like, yes. All right, y'all. While we eat these cookies, let's gossip. <laughs> it is time to talk about local things that are going on in the community because we love it so much. The first thing on this agenda is drag duels. Ooh. Oh, how I love the duel of I drag. love the dueling system over there. <laughs> we got Aqua here, too, but she's not on the mic. Aqua also competed for drag duel. Hey, Aqua. Yeah. Aqua, what cycle were you? Cycle two, cycle in the two. building. In what was the name? Building. What was your team name, Aqua? You can't remember. That oh, name. It's okay. <laughs> gag, gag. There it is. Just the cannabis. It was you. Oh, wasn't it like it was you and Neat? Yes, you, you and Neat. Neat. Okay. Yes. Okay. You and Neek. You and Neek. You right? and Neek. You Neek. That's what you are. <laughs> um, Mr. EO is also competing. I am competing for cycle three of drag duels. And your name is? My name is Mysterio Cassidy. No, no, oh, no. no your name name. I'm Mysterio Cassidy. You're Lady Camille. Don't get it. Please. And your team name? Shock and Awe. Shock and Awe. Mm-hmm. And who's your com- Now, no shade. You know I love you, but I haven't been shocked or awed yet. Ah, I got a, I got a, I, I, 
I haven't. Ooh, wow. Ding, ding. I mean, I we, we are a family of honesty, honey. And there's all this. Are we going to? Indeed, we yeah. are. We've we've had our issues up until this point. I will say this for drag duels. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be easier than it has been. Because no, you feel like, because when I went into it, I was very, I feel like I've made looks come to life the night before. I've just uh-huh. been known to do it. So I thought a week was plenty of time. It's tough. But when you have another job and you have other things and different shows and other stuff going on, a week actually suddenly isn't as long as it yeah. before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can understand that. What's the toughest thing about getting ready for it? The toughest thing is is fucking getting stuff that I can't make to come on time so that I can make it into stuff. Oh. Like, you know. That's so real. I'll talk about it later from a rant, but <laughs> Amazon. Amazon screws me almost every week since I've started doing this. Yeah, I know. I'm me, not going to lie. Me too. It's, <laughs> it's literally making it like it's like I can make certain things from scratch, but I can't make everything from scratch. So I That's do need real. stuff from other places. And I love Norcosco, but <laughs> it's so far away. <laughs> it's so far away. No, that's so real. But I actually, I have been enjoying the competition aspect of doing drag duels. Mm-hmm. It is difficult. It's not a walk in the park. But especially after last week, I feel like it is a good thing that we decided to do it. I'm still glad to be a part of it. Stuff like that will grow you as an individual performer. I think so. It will challenge you. It will teach you a lot about preparation and yeah. time management. Going forward, I can't be nearly as stressed as I was for drag duels last week. Oh <laughs> There's no, it can only be uphill from We me. wasn't even helping that stress sometimes. <laughs> like, damn. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't know what to No, do. that's so you, real. Yeah, you definitely was, I was going through it. Yeah, chop you. But we, we pulled through and we had a pretty okay performance. So I'm happy with where we are. Next week, <laughs> this week coming. Elimination I week. I don't yeah, believe something. we're going home. I don't believe we'll be in the bottom. I'm not going to say we're going to win. I'm just saying I don't believe we're going to go home this week. No, let me find out. I think you it's and Sunday. Sucha Fancy are like some of the most talented drag kings around. It's <laughs> stage performance. Thank you. So watch you grow. According to, and this is not because you just, exactly, it's the truth. It's not because you're here. I'm just being honest of what I've seen from all the performers because I've seen them in, in some kind of way perform. Lip sync battles. I'm sorry, y'all. They're gonna have to oh, bring yeah. it, honey. I hope they learn some tricks and oh, turns. Yeah. yeah, no, definitely. It's gonna be some interesting lip sync because the the lip syncs for the wins have been interesting. Yeah, yeah, they have been interesting. Oh, that's real. Yeah, they've been interesting because well, they, you know the first two weeks was the top two lip sync for the win. Yeah, and then next week. I guess it's going to be the t- it's going to be the bottom two lip sync for your life because the top two they get points that help them go on to the next l- round later mm-hmm. in the competition. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. But yeah, that's what I'm afraid of. I feel like if it's going to be point based in the very final end, that's what's going to get us because we the first week was we had a low score, bro. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> like I mean, thank goodness yeah, for nobody I mean, going home, but then. Like I said, this past week was, I think, was stellar. So I think y'all did much better this past week. Mm-hmm. You at least the storytelling part was there because, from a judge's perspective, you got you all you told your story. You met the assignment. There were lots of them that I felt did not understand the assignment or that were really creative about the assignment. So y'all didn't. That wasn't bad for you. 
my critique would probably be, and it's for anybody, I would say, just work together as a team and have yeah. a good time. Because it's drag duels. It is. And even in some of the ones that were in the top, you know, I saw the stop and go performance. Like, you go, I go kind of situation. Mm -hmm. And what I saw and liked about drag duels in the past is I liked that it was always very dual and team-based. Mm -hmm. Like, the teams performed. You got to see them. Uh, I'll give a Rania and Essay Ready their credit. I absolutely loved a lot of the things that they put out. They for did work season. well together. Daddy. They did, yeah. I love the story building. It, it just was good all the way around with them. And Knowing really and Hunky Dory are another pair. And Knowing and Hunky Dory, Those they worked well great. together. Yeah, they worked so well together. The they, they, were, they were like stepping on throats from the second that competition yeah. started. It, like, yeah, truth, facts. Yeah, that's true. That's exactly why I enjoy, enjoy going to the show. And the show starts at 8. Yes, at Lush. At Lush. And p.m. on Sunday, every Crystal Sunday. Bell told me the kitchen stay open now to 10 o'clock, so... Mm. You ain't got to be mad to try to get snacked. Because the last time I was there, <laughs> I wanted to get some JoJo's. And they were, oh, the kitchen's closed. I'm like, the girl, the show's closed. still going, honey. <laughs> if it was my bar, I would want to make money all the time. While everybody's here, I would want to make money. Mm -hmm. Shit anything down. They're nonprofit too, by the way, right? Yeah, they just came out as a nonprofit. It, to, at first, it seemed kind of interesting because of, when you think of a bar or a venue, and then you think of it being a nonprofit. It's weird, isn't it? It's interesting. But what it sounds like is the headlines make it seem like the whole building's a nonprofit. Yeah. But what actually happened is like Lush split. So the theater and lounge is now the nonprofit mm -hmm. space. Oh, okay. And that's where the organization comes from. Hmm. And then the other part is still the bar. The profit side. Yeah. Well, yeah, the for-profit side. <laughs> Because mm -hmm. okay. I it, it liquor laws and nonprofits, I don't know. I just feel like if if every bar could be a nonprofit, why aren't they? What I I think the question I would ask because we now we're talking about lush, we were talking about drag duels again. Check out drag duels Sunday at eight. Yes, of course, <laughs> it's fun. It's fabulous. Hosted by Carino and Priscilla. The Check crazies. It out. The crazies. That's what you go. Las, Las locas. Las locas. Yeah. They are crazy. But uh, anyway, but back to the nonprofit. How does it work? So when we go to the theater, they have a bar in there. Yeah. And we're still paying for our cocktails. How does that work? I On paper, I don't know. I mean, yeah. Like, I don't know how the deal is structured or how they can be a nonprofit. But I'm interested to learn. I am definitely interested to learn. And this is not shading Lush. We le legit are no, curious. No, I mean, yeah, curious yeah. because if I, that's the case, like, nonprofits I, qualify for funding from large corporations. Yeah. Exactly right. Exactly Grants, right. city, state, I, I and everything. I looked a little bit. I didn't do a super deep dive. But from what I understand, that's exactly right. By turning that into a nonprofit space, <clears throat> All they have to do is prove that they provide a community space yeah. for local entertainment and local artists to work from. And then they can that way get funding for those shows, which are technically thrown by the community. Yeah. Right. So that's how they could become a nonprofit, which I think is definitely a smart move, to mm -hmm. be totally honest. And then you separate the bar away from that. That's like half of your well, the, the, like, the bar side could be catering into the lounge. So, like, that's how I feel. Oh. Another thing, hmm. isn't, isn't their restaurant owned by yeah. a small business? 
Like they're Betty providing. and Ernie's, yeah, that's yeah. owned by right. So the fact that they supply the food for it just goes right into what I was saying. Mm. They're a small business that is being supplied. I don't know. I don't, by I, the business in. Yeah, I don't know if it's separate it, or if it's together. I don't know. <laughs> am I am I making sense? Did, you are no, making yeah, sense. You are. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, you make total sense, and that's kind of how I looked at it. Is like, it's interesting. I like it. I'd like to see where it goes. Mm-hmm. Now, what they need to do is have a good old drag flea market in there one good day. Everybody I think they do do something drag like that. They come, up. they sell a lot of like drag looks and stuff from mm-hmm. time to time. I think that I think so. I think I think that whatever they're doing, they're doing it trying to do it for the good of the community mm-hmm. in some yeah. kind of way. Well, but the bar also has to survive, so I also think that's part of it as yeah. well. Whatever they're doing. Good job. We we appreciate being able like, to bring this I like show the space. There. Yeah. I like the place. I do like that they're turning into like a theater where you can yeah. do like, they can have like plays and stuff going. I like what they are doing with their showroom. I really do. Mm-hmm. They have, they've had bands there too, correct? Yeah. Oh, they've had bands. See? Yeah. And I'm sure they were all queer bands. Oh, I don't know. Then another I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know that for a fact, but I mean, anyway, we appreciate it. They love the arts, and that's what that theater is going. And we need and that on the scene because I think that's what's missing in this community. You know, is a variety. Yeah, it's like everybody. Well, and we don't and like outside of the '90s. The only other stage is Lush. That has the best, yeah, stage because like yeah. that is the showroom. Like if we're Apples to apples and oranges to oranges. Like, well, Roxy's now would be, but Roxy's to me is still smaller. It's more of a cabaret. Okay, and, yeah, okay. So that would kind of fall into like the brass rail. Good. Apples that, that brass rail, honey. I don't know, but I haven't been to the brass rail for years. Is it still, it's still the same? Okay, and opens whenever somebody wants to work it. I guess. <laughs> I don't think true. I'm gonna. I don't think true. I can agree with that. You can't do Roxy's in the brass rail. The brass rail is its own standalone. Yeah, space because it's well, such a small space. But you can't compare Roxy's to the nineties. No, not, I'm no looking at literally yeah. been around for like what a hundred years. Roxy's is literally brand new. It's been right. here since like twenty twenty one. No, no, it, it's about the stage, stage, not, not the venue itself. It's the, the stage, yeah. physical, logistical yeah. space of performing. Okay, yeah. well, yeah, yeah. So, like in a terms of stage, Lush is a- adding another show lounge stage to the drag other than the mm-hmm. because everywhere else i mean like the n- saloon you you're dancing on the dance floor or the little stage that they've made mm-hmm. but like i still wouldn't call the saloon a show lounge because it's a dance floor a dance floor i've always thought they, they should have a show lounge instead of like the multiple rooms that they have i was like the back room even though it's small yeah you- Decorated, designed it the right way. Put it outside bar. Pet, yeah. Be a show. Yeah, I think they should. I think that would change. You mean the room with the fireplace in the loom. Yeah, yeah I think it would fire- change it a little bit. It wouldn't be much different than Mickey's. Yeah, that small Mickey's ass stage. Yeah. Same way. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it wouldn't be very different. Mickey's it's and they could still turn it into a usable space outside. A show lounge would just change the way the shows go there. Period. Oh yeah, you know because it would. And that they're opening it up and giving putting more things in there. Mm-hmm. Early on, it was strictly just what they were doing. And now that they're opening up to the community, I like to see that more. Yeah, I do like that Lush is at least mindful about variety. 
Because again, now everybody is like taking shows and like, oh, I'm going to do this and then I'm going to copy this and I'm going to paste this and I'm going to do this and we're going to mm -hmm. have another talent night and we're going to do they this. Copy and back. paste. The, yeah, was... copy and paste. Minneapolis is Baby. becoming legend for it. Uh, <laughs> the Microsoft What I think people are doing is that they're getting these opportunities to produce a show. The very first thing they think is that they do want to make money. They want to do something that people want to come see. But they also want to kind of follow what is the popular thing. What's, what's working. What's working. Yeah. What's I know that this venue is working. So if I can make my venue similar to that venue, it has to work. Mm. Yeah. Right. Obviously, that doesn't work like that. It's not always the same. You know, it takes time to build a clientele list. Mm. You know, it does. Not it everybody that to goes build. to drag brunch is just a fan. These are people who have been coming for years. Exactly right. But yeah. baby, at least write it in your own words. Like when you, <laughs> like, copied from, yeah. when you copied from Wikipedia for that research paper, if you're not sitting there rewriting that in your own words, my friend, like then there's a problem. There's not even any sort of like consciousness to be like, okay, this worked. How can I make it my own? My own. It's very much like this worked, so let me also do that too. And exactly. I, we lose a sense of creativity in that. We lose space of versatility in that. We lose so much in the copy and paste factor. But everyone wants a show. Everyone wants to have a name in the city. Everyone wants, rather than like genuinely working for for it there's a bunch of folks that they aren't gonna they're it. just gonna copy and paste it which is you know i'm not gonna yuck anyone's yum but you can't get mad at the shows that are successful because they're unique yeah also you if, yeah. if you're a drag entertainer you have to understand that you're an independent contractor you 100 yeah speak up for yourself exactly you have to ask for the things that you want and know that you're not going to get them at every turn that you ask it because there's budgets that people have to stay in to mm -hmm. put on shows. I just can't throw $10,000 to somebody and be like, here you go. Let's make this work. Like, it's got to make sense. No, exactly. And I'm going to say it right here on the podcast. If, if the show's only going to make so much money, I can only spend so much money. And the whole part of putting on things in marketing, like, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that people don't think of. They just think... Whatever you're paying us, that's what your expense is. And let's just say right here. I got clothes. DJ. I got marketing. I've got advertisements I got to spend. Like, there's more that goes into just this one show than your booking fee. That part. <laughs> like. That part. You know, you but. Oh, no. I was just going to say, closed mouths don't get fed. There are too many people complaining about people who are asking for opportunity because they're speaking up for themselves and getting that opportunity and then being villainized. Or being like, oh, you know, I don't understand why you got that. Because I asked, bitch. I opened my mouth. I got up and walked up and introduced myself. Because so, there's nothing wrong with asking for the opportunity. The worst someone can I, say yeah, is no. When is, when is it just asking for an opportunity or talking to a show director? Like, Because, you know, you know everybody. I know everybody. We could go yeah. up to people and be like, hey, let me get a book. And can you hook a brother up? Put me a cast. I think that's very easy. Looking for I just... what you need. Tell me what you need, right? But then there are a lot of people here in our community, especially, there are a lot of people who seem like they're demanding a spot. They're yes. saying, how dare you not ask me to be on your showcast? Yes, I, I agree with you. And I think you can tell how someone approaches you and like asks you whether it's a demand or someone genuinely being like, hey, 
I love working with you or I admire you. I'd love an opportunity to do that. Yeah. You know, and it's so simple to just be like, you know, let's say I didn't know Sasha to be like, oh my goodness, I've been to the brunches. I love the brunches. I've seen you in the evening. You know, I'm just starting out in drag. So if there's ever an opportunity, I would love to just throw my name in the hat. That's what I did for that. That's to me, that's That's the formal way of getting an opportunity like that. Because if you come to me just because you've been doing drag for five years and be like, I know, I know I do drag for good and I've been doing it for five years. That's great, but mm-hmm. I don't know this. Exactly. I'm a show director and I don't know how long you've been doing drag or if you even do it well. Yeah. Based off of a few performances. I feel like at least if you are going to come up to a show director and ask them for this, do your research of the shows that you are trying to work yes. first and foremost. Yeah. Because I get a lot of people who ask me who have never even seen a drag brunch. And I put people in brunches just to test it out to see if they could. And they're nervous. They don't know how to work the room. Their performances and mixes are not set up for drag brunches. Mm-mm. You've seen in Mysterio where oh my mixes are too long or not too long and they got too many songs in it that don't make sense. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a That's a it's big a, one. It's an art form. That's, a, that's you one really you do have to line it. Yeah. People try to make that seven, eight minute mark and they add just one too many songs or all their songs mm-hmm. don't make sense. It doesn't it don't make sense. Or cut off at awkward more. points. Oh yeah. yeah. Now I I've been guilty of that. My song cutting off a weird spot. Oh yeah. But <laughs> But that's just because a DJ I am not, okay? So I try to make my own music. A DJ you are not. But yeah, people think doing drag brunch is easy. You think it's just walking around to a bunch of people eating and it's not it's not just that it is a show yeah it's still a show and it's worse because you're up close and, and you personal have to be personable and yeah it's a bigger crowd than usual yeah yeah true yeah i guess next up we could talk about dressing room etiquette since we talked about lush and we talked about the drag scene a little mm-hmm. bit i've been privy to a lot of different back room situations because i oh, work a lot of shows and i'm not going to single any shows out but I've worked a lot of shows. I've seen everything from like people that don't respect the show directors. I've seen show mm-hmm. directors go over the top and not respect the people that are independent contractors and that work for the shows. I've seen drag that is unkept and unclean. It smells really bad, and they oh lord with perfume. <laughs> seen that smell? Ah. Smell. What do y'all think is like? dressing room etiquette do you think now because i can tell you from my standpoint that dressing room etiquette needs to kind of go back to where it was we were respectful of each other and we were more of a sisterhood Mm -hmm. do y'all think that we need to go back to those times do we need to adapt some new ways of doing things or i think it's a merger of both okay because i mean i'm gonna be quite honest my whole performative drag career has been kind of watching all the older queens you know get ready and whatnot and i think what we're missing is a lack of respect Mm -hmm. not just for the folks in the space but for the space itself Mm -hmm. but we're also missing this sort of i hate to say it because i I hate this word but professionalism Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. when i say that like for example if you know that the space is not big enough why are we spreading out? Oh my God, say that. It's so you know, annoying. <laughs> if you know that this, if you come in and you see, oh, wow, I know there are eight people on this cast and there's not a lot of space here, why not be considerate and be like, all right, well, I'm going to take this space and make it work for myself. And then once everyone gets there, then start to move around where the spaces are empty. That's something that, you know, the clean drag. Oh my goodness, I'm going to say it on here. I will say it on here because it, it just it gets under my skin. 
smell and odor kinks are personal things. They are not for public spaces unless the space that you are in explicitly says that's what it's for. Hey, man. Have I'm you... going to say it again. Smell and odor kinks are not for public spaces unless it explicitly states that. Not everyone wants to smell it, first of all. Secondly, there are people that have severe sensitivities to smell. Yeah, oh, I'm my one of them. When I smell body odor, I get oh nauseous and I, I might throw it. up. Yeah. yeah. Like it genuinely, it, it really makes it hard for me to exist in that space physically. It's not a personal thing anymore. Physically, I can no longer exist in that space because I'm nauseous. It also goes hand in hand with respect because, again, oh, yeah. if you're into it, doesn't mean that I'm going to be into it. And if, yeah, and yeah. if you're into yeah. it, that's fine. Just keep one of those lovely little spray dove deodorants in your bag just for those moments when you're performing in a space that's not your private place. Just, it's not that hard. It really isn't. Or, I move around. Or just, wash your nasty, stanky body, regardless of who you are. You know, I ain't going to tell no one what and to if do with me. If you're performing live on stage, let me say it like this. If you want to be a part of my show or anything I'm a part of, you need to wash yourself. And you need to smell amazing. You need to smell just as amazing as you look for your performance. Right. Wash yourself and your drag. Right, because they mm. also, like I heard a lot of people say, well, I'm I'm a naturalist. Well, did you know that citrus, speaking of lemon, <laughs> cut odor so you can take one and rub them up under your arms and it'll do the trick. It really will. It will. It cut, actually, we got the commercial. Because it kills the bacteria that causes <laughs> Try to do it. Honestly. <laughs> and, and... That would be funny. Anything with alcohol, but mouthwash too. If you don't Ooh, have yeah. something, you can take mouthwash and wash up under there on the in a pinch. This is something that Jaden taught me. Mix a little bit of vodka with some water. Oh yeah, put it in a spray bottle. Yeah, just spray it. at the bare minimum. Spray your costumes when you get home. Yeah, at the bare minimum, it will help get rid of so That's much. It may not get rid of all of it. Get the sweat smell out of your It'll get a lot of it. It'll get all of it, but it'll get a lot of it. you spread in the heavy areas, yeah. into the arms, in yeah. the crotch, you know, where and we just, sweat. And just keep it on you. But just what they don't tell you is that it has to dry. That yeah. works when it's dry. Yeah, you can't wear it wet, honey. will take the, the odor and evaporate, but you can't spray it down with vodka and water and then put it on and wear it on stage. Baby, I don't no, no, no. Because then you're going to smell like somebody threw Let me drink. Let y'all. get drunk real quick. Backstage where people walk around smelling like a spoiled bag of onions. Oh, uh, that is, it is, it is a it horrible smell. As it's a like, performer who's worked around a lot of different people, y'all, it sucks. It does It suck. does It's suck. not fun, especially when you were forbidden to be your naturally shaded self by your drag mother. Yeah. So you have no choice but to be nice and ignore it or politely leave a can of Axe in your station or, or have you offer been a, you some chewing gum. Oh, have y'all been in the dressing room sitting next to someone that smells bad and you're like, yes. Okay, so... Yes, real. Yes. That's, a hundred times. You're like, I know it's not me. That's like, my... Whiff. That's my issue really with body odor i don't want to smell it at all it's really bad but my issue with body odor is when i smell it i constantly think it's me me too even though i know it's not me i know it's the, the last person in the room is gonna smell like it's gonna be me i even but then go in the I'm, bathroom and do a cross check something baby oh, even like i know i'm not this rank honey <laughs> like wow oh i've smelled some no i take things. a shower before i do drag every yeah. time before i get in drag i always take a shower whether i'm shaving or not I get it. You're in the middle of a brunch and you start to smell a little. I mean, that's a, different. That's a part of, you know, that's a 
of it. That's yeah. different. Being that musty after thing. working out a whole day. Yeah, yeah that's, that's different from a baby showing up and your bag opens and it's just like. But, but they're drag secrets. Green drag secrets. My makeup should not be running the second you walk in because of that smell. No. <laughs> <laughs> baby, uh, my makeup be running faster than Usain Bolt sometimes when these girls walk in. Eyebrows start melting, lash glue stuff. Let me let me clarify here. I have performed across the country in many venues. So that goes across the board. That's not just Minneapolis. That is a wide That's way a thing. drag yeah, thing. That exactly. Oh, Before the girls start attacking me. Yeah, it's it's not, not Minneapolis. Not Let That's me tell you something. Around. Dressing room, drag dressing rooms are everywhere. And I've been somewhere where I've smelled some strange things before. Seriously. <laughs> I smell one, one chick. I ain't going to call her out. But I was like, I smell like feet, like. Oh, and they're like, "What is that?" And I'm like, "No, my shoes were over in the corner." So I went, you know, sniffed. I still <laughs> squirted some perfume because I was course, subconscious, cause, cause subconscious. <laughs> and I sat back to do my makeup again, and there, there's every time she walked over, oh, that no. whiff. Oh, and God. I told oh. the person that I was there with, I was like, "Do you smell feet?" And they was like, "Oh, I think it's her." I'm like. Girl, nobody oh, said because no. oh, no. if I can smell it this good, oh, I'm sitting. No. When you walk up to an audience member, they're gonna catch that same scent. <laughs> yeah, perfume does not perfume does not cover odor like y'all think. And then it's gonna be it makes us smell good for a reason because we've bathed. <laughs> and additional, not a substitute. Right, it's a topical situation. Oh, you know, after you've cleansed yourself, that is not like honey. So, I mean, I think that's also rude in dress room. Yeah, I'm glad we covered that. Smells, if it's not in a, in a space like you pointed out or accepted by everyone in the room. Yeah, to me, it is rude and inconsiderate because everyone's not into it. I mean, it's the same. It's the same thing as like, I mean, in the theater community, you never go to a dr uh, a dr uh, fitting mm -hmm. with any sort of scented. Right. Stent on you oh, no. because a lot of dressers, True. seamstresses actually have allergic have reactions mm -hmm. to that. So it works the same way here. Yeah. You don't know who in the room that's is a, sensitive to true. those things. As a tipper, though, also like when you're on a stage that's elevated, we're right at your crotch area. You can so smell like, it. If it smells, wow. it's not coming up again. <laughs> and if I see you again on another show, I might not approach you because. Of the first reaction, oh, like yeah, child, that's very it's telling. Very There's telling. people that I'm like, ooh, telling. I can't stand up here for you. Like I'm not that's tipping crazy. tonight. No, because it just I don't want to smell. Well, you hearing it on the lemon squeeze, honey? You know, you have to take care of your hygiene, darling. Mm. That's a part of being respectful in the yeah, backstage and on stage. Yep. My, I think my last thing on my side is people who talk too much backstage, <laughs> and this may be because I'm an older gal now. But damn, I'd be like, give me a damn second. Like 21 questions talk or like or just always talking, talking and loud and like just also inconsiderate that everybody's not feeling this right now. We're trying to get ourselves together, get in yes. the mode. And you are just like the life of the party. And you're the only one that's in the party. honey. <laughs> Everybody else is quiet. <laughs> You like, said it's a guest list of one. Yeah, I'm like, please, like, read the room, see that we're not interested, and just relax. Give us time to get ready and settle in. Mother, Let's can I say I absolutely love that you have your own dressing room at the 90s now. Oh, God. Can yeah. I just, like, when I am there, Girl, and if you're it. not there, I'm like, Mercedes, I just, I need to get peace in my head 
and then I can come out and interact with people. Please just open right. this door. Right. You just need a minute. I was like, please just open this door. Yeah, you just need a minute. And I, I'm the same way. I really don't like for people to talk to me like while I'm getting ready for the show. And, and it's not in a bad way. It's like I'm concentrating. I got to focus. Yeah. I want to focus. I've been at Drag Brunch all day dealing with people. I need at least a 30 minutes to an hour to get myself back to show mode. Yeah. So it's like people that you work with, they're coming to the dressing room. Like, and you know me I don't have a poker face I'm like you don't even see that my I, I done rolled my eyes like 10 times at you so like I've been there I've shot okay yeah so that actually gives me a really good idea for one because this is something that I deal with when I go to the venue early specifically so I could use their mirrors and paint and then as people are showing up, everybody wants you to stop what you're doing to do hugs and be like, hey, oh, girl. I, oh, I hate that. And then talk about the last 20 days that haven't seen you. And it's like, girl, my eyebrows are half done. And I finished Literally. before. It's like, hey, girl, hey, I'll see you during the show. Let me finish putting my face on. No, I've whole started saying that. I'll be like, I'll talk to you in just a second. Give me about 20 yeah, minutes. Yeah, listen. That's what I say. And then we can gab and kiki and you can help me zip and duct tape and all that good stuff. I always tell people I will be okay if once I'm all the way ready. <laughs> just give me I a promise you, I won't be mean to you. I'll be like, for real, just give me give me a minute to get past the first set of rules in the first brunch and I'm, I'm live. <laughs> yeah, I'm cool, honey. First set of rules. Yeah, first, first set of rules. Set of rules. All right, before we do our show shout outs, because we didn't we didn't went over a little long, but we haven't been doing this in a while because our last special guest didn't come through, which is okay. Things happen. So I'm sure we've all had plenty of shit to talk about. But anyway, before we move on, we are going to give some show shout outs and then we're going to go into Mr. EO's rant. I guess we can call it the rant of the week because I know you got something to rant about. <laughs> but anyway, we got shows everywhere in Minneapolis, and I do mean everywhere. Some of them may be some of the same shows, but hey, it's drag. So you got to get out there and support it and show all of them love. And I think the more you all come out to these shows, the more these entertainers and producers will have the abilities and finances to create newer experience. So we got shows at the Gay 90s. Wednesday is So You Think You Can Drag. Thursday, Sunday, Thursday through Sunday is the Ladies of the Film Show. Every first Friday of the month is the new All King Drag Experience, Flavor, and Stupid Sales, March 23rd. Before you hop off of that one, they're going to hear it for the first time on this episode, but every last Friday of the month at the Gay 90s, I will be your new host of Trantasia. Oh, congratulations. That was, yeah. uh, what's her name? Uh, that was Azalea's Z. previous show, and I'll start taking over in July. Oh, wonderful. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. And now we'll move on to the saloon. At the saloon, we have Hot Pink on Tuesdays and Saturdays. They also have work on Thursdays. They still do work, correct? Mm -hmm. And then they have a whole bunch of other produced shows. Uh, they have Booked. They have Gender uh, X Gender on Wednesday. X. Cool Friends. Cool Friends. They have uh, Queen's Latin Night, Queen's which also Latin features Night. drag performers. Queen's Latin Night is fabulous, and it also features drag performers, like you said. Check it out. My drag daughter, Queen Duane. Make sure y'all check out Lush. Lush has drag duels on Sunday, Mirage Fridays and Saturdays, a brunch of Queens Saturday and Sundays. Blackheart, check out Blackheart. We need to get to Blackheart shows. This is shady. <laughs> oh, Blackheart, oh, Blackheart has dragged out. Blackout, uh, Blackout has Express, which is Daiquiri and okay. Bang. 
I'm trying. They don't do Pumps and Pearls anymore. I don't believe. No, I don't think so. I oh. think Pumps and Pearls is. Done. Oh, and the Dick Von Dyke show. And the Dick Von Dyke mm-hmm. show. So expresses my daughter Daiquiri Defile, and then Dick Von Dyke, and then dragged out fabulous, and then at Roxy's. Roxy's got a whole lot of things going on. Right? Mondays we got karaoke with Jenna B. Tuesday is Charity Bingo. Wednesday is Playtime Game Night, which I'm going to be checking out. You can play Super Mario Go Karts on that big, beautiful screen mm. in their showroom. I'm looking forward to spanking a lot of bitches' asses. <laughs> uh, Thursday, don't know, because there's a blank there. I'm stoned, uh, y'all. Friday, <laughs> Friday is Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, a celebrity impersonation drag show. Saturdays, I think, is flamboyance and Sundays is bitches and bubbles um, you can go check that show out that's where the legendary Nina D'Angelo Monica West and BB Zahara Bonet win of RuPaul's Drag Race season one love us so much Cameroon <laughs> and as you know flip phone flip phone I'm the queen mother flip phone hey we always have drag brunches every weekend, all different themes. We also have Spice Up Your Life this weekend at the Mall of America. We have the Traders Drag Dinner, March the 10th. And then we have a whole bunch of other things. Make sure you check out Flip Phone Events to see everything we have coming up. Flip Phone. Ow. Now it is time for the Mysterio's rant of the day. We got to find you some nice piano music. When we go in. <laughs> it's very angry piano. It. Yeah. it should just yeah. be. Dun, dun, well, like, dun. It's the Beethoven. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. All right, take it away, Mysterio. Okay, so it's the end of February. And everyone's favorite holiday has recently passed. And I just want to say that I... Saw a lot, unfortunately. It was almost as if it was forced upon me. Of course, I'm talking about Valentine's Day. It was forced upon you? It was forced upon me, okay? I, mind you, there was a lot of stuff closed on Valentine's Day for Valentine's Day, which I was surprised about, but I went out to get myself some eateries from a local Walgreens, and... (laughs) There were all these people like last minute buying Valentine's Day stuff. I was like, I thought I was safe because it is Valentine's Day. So all of the Valentine's people should be out in the world doing Valentine's Day stuff. Right. But it's like just from here to there, like outside, people were getting on and off the light rail with like balloons and giant cards and giant teddy bears. Ma'am, where are you going with that teddy bear? They're not going to let you bring that inside the restaurant. Why did you not leave it at home? Why are you walking around with that? Also, in Minnesota, like, who is going outside for Valentine's Day with your loved ones? Like, I know it's not love alone that's just keeping you warm. So the fact that you guys are out with, like, mini skirts and crop tops on talking about, oh, I love you. Like, no, I love summertime, okay? I'm sick to death of this. One thing about this state I feel like is that they celebrate holidays differently from other states like minnesota goes all out for every holiday so it's like a fucking valentine's day parade it felt like because all these people got off the light rail in like bright red with like different t-shirts and i'm like where the fuck are you coming from and where are you going so i can avoid you (laughs) but yes needless to say i hate valentine's day and i wish it was celebrated less that is until I get married and find my true love, oh, and I can celebrate that's it. Where it comes in, completely, See, and totally that's, unbiased. That's Mysterio Core energy, right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's my rant for the week, y'all. And you heard the rant for the week. Mysterio hates Valentine's, and I know it is torture because I also have a companion now. 
And we, we used to sit and talk about how we hated Valentine's Day together. And now I have been abducted. I And you know what? I didn't even talk about you and your loved one. Because oh, I'm Lord. your roommate, so I had to sit there with you. Why didn't y'all go out for Valentine's Day? I thought for sure. Ooh. I thought for sure. But they had a cute little night in that I had to be bringing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and be the butler for y'all today. Let y'all... I'm going to make sure y'all have a fabulous Valentine's Day. Daddy, since apparently... Daddy, it was nice. I did. I did make spaghetti on Valentine's Day. See, I didn't even so think about. You did something on Valentine's no, Day. No, no. What you're not going to be. See, this is what I was talking about. <laughs> no, no, no. Forcing me into it. No, I no, did no. not celebrate Valentine's Day. I stayed out of the way while they celebrated there. <laughs> Obviously, it seems like the you ran into a lot of people with red shirts, balloons, it and was big terrible. Cars. It was so terrible. I thought it was a jerk. I really actually thought Sasha was playing a prank on me. I was like, why am I actually running into like a Valentine's Day parade? What is going on? That would on? be an amazing prank, though. It would have been a great, it would have been a good one. It would have been a really good one. Because this one girl, I just remember, she was just so happy, and I just wanted to throw a cake in her face. Like, forget you and your man. Well, you don't know she got a man. <laughs> we or your girlfriend, too. I'll be her ass, too. I don't care. <laughs> we have definitely reached the end of the show. It's uh -huh. time for me to smoke some more weed and eat some more of these amazing girls. And you even put lemon cookies down here, honey. Yeah. As always, thank you so much for tuning in to another fabulous episode of Lemon Squeeze. Now it is time for me to go home and drink my juice, Shelby. Smooches. <laughs>